This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Hope you had a good weekend. Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, let's get started and go around the room and see what's up with everybody. His future in sports gambling isn't very bright, and seeing him without a hat on is a rare sight. His name is Producer Eddie. Hey. <laughs> All right, you know our phone screener, Abby. She's been looking for love, right? It's been a storyline on the show over and over. I have the answer, guys. I saw it. There's a new TV show coming out on Fox. I think it comes out on March, and it's called Farmer Wants a Wife. It's like The Bachelor, but a bunch of farmers. Abby loves farmers. This is right up her alley. She needs to get on the show. Abby, will you come to the microphone, please? I have two questions for you. First of all, good morning. Morning. Question one, would you go on a reality dating show? This one sounds cool. This sounds like up my alley. (laughs) Number number two, would you like to date a farmer? Yeah. Okay. If this show is successful, they'll do a season two and we'll make some calls. Would you go on Farmer Wants a Wife? I need to do research. If I can do research, can I look at it? Well, you research can do research on, on anything. You mean like what it's what about? What if I said no? No, it's Abby. It's about no a farmer research. finding a it's wife. It's basically farmers, yeah. and they look. Would you go on that kind of show? <laughs> That'd be cool. Okay. Wait, is, is there a single guy? Abby will go on. Like she. <laughs> Oh, Abby, you wearing glasses today? Oh, they're the blue light ones. It looks I like you're going to, to a shooting off. range. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like that. They're yeah. pink or clear. It does look like I am. Okay, Abby, it's good to see you. <laughs> you too. It doesn't look like she's about to get <laughs> yeah. take her air rifle out. And... This next man also goes by Jason Gibble, but when it comes to making business deals, he can't even get a nibble. Here he is, lunchbox, yeah. everybody. Well, Bobby has been encouraging us to spread our wings and fly, chase our dreams, and I just want to let you guys know I may be leaving the show. I have applied okay. for a new job. Breaking news. Okay. Good job. Yep. Uh, Netflix is hiring flight attendants that pay $385,000 a year 
And so I have put my name in the hat, and they say they need independent judgment, discretion, and outstanding customer service skills, which all the things I possess, and it says you need to be able to lift 30 pounds. I can lift 30 pounds. What about experience as a flight attendant? I didn't say anything about that. Is Netflix having an airline? Like, what is Yeah. Yeah, because you fly talent around. They have private jets. Oh. Uh, you fly talent around and then also executives. So this is a double-edged sword, guys. Not only am I going to be making $385,000 a year, I'm going to be in front of execs at Netflix, and eventually they're going to be like, hey, you ever acted before? And I'm like, well, actually, I have. <laughs> bad and out of boom, hell. boom, I was in Bad Out of Hell. I it was in canceled. Friday Night Live. I'll say that, though. I won't say that. <laughs> so I'm going to meet the stars. They're like, hey, maybe you should come on set and try a couple lines. So I'm going to be making a lot of money, flying around the country, and... You really should apply for that job. Yes. I'm going to. I hope you get it. I hope you get a callback. I mean, how awesome would that be? Would you leave for that? That's a good money. Would you leave for that? Yeah. Okay. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> Maybe by the time you get that job, we can get Todd Chrisley back in here to be the guest oh, host again. Oh, co-host. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe from his luxury prison, we can face, <laughs> FaceTime him in. All right, Lunchbox, thank you. While we may never question her ability to drive, her toughest task last year was keeping a fish alive. Here she is, Amy, everybody. <laughs> So I had booked a guest for my Four Things podcast that I was very excited about. Her time is very valuable. She's an expert in her field. And I started recording with her, and we had been uh, talking for 15 minutes. And I realized I didn't hit record. Oh, mm, that's not good. Again, that is, that's a, first of all, that's on brand a little bit, right? Like no, that's happened once in oh. the four years. Or, no, I'm just well, saying in general. In 400 episodes. You're once. forgetful. Yeah, you're a forgetful person. But go ahead. Ish. Yeah, ish. Uh, and so I was mortified, obviously, yeah. but it got me wondering what would what would Bobby do in that situation? Would not have told them. Oh, I would have just kept going, okay. and then eventually revisited in the middle of other things some of those first things. Oh, and then I would have reset it in the middle mm-hmm. to use back at the beginning. That's why you're smart. So, but I wouldn't have said anything because yeah. I wouldn't have wanted them the whole time going, "Oh my God, what an idiot!" I know because you know for sure they would have been doing that. Yeah. They'd have been like, "What an idiot!" I'm never doing this podcast again. I'm telling everybody else about this podcast that it's only run by an idiot. Well, that's what she did then. <laughs> no, you stopped and said, "Oh, I didn't. I wasn't recording." You said, "Oh no!" I oh was, no! I just said, "Just keep going." I know. Just, oh no! Just but keep going. Also, <laughs> part of my personality is forget us and all that idiot stuff. By the way, <laughs> I mean, talk about. I still I lost sleep over it. it it's like, oh, the worst. I'm the worst, but I forgive myself. Yeah. But I, 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 we started over. She was gracious. <sighs> she was gracious. I'd have sped through that stuff. I'd have got off that podcast pretty quick. I'd be like, you sure you're recording this? <laughs> okay. Uh, Raymundo? From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he's going to golf Pebble Beach with Eddie. Let's hope that he's ready. Bobby Bones. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, this is what I would say. And I wasn't going to lead with this this morning, but I just got this text from my friend, uh, SJ. He says, hey, we're having a staff discussion because allegedly you recommended Emily the Criminal to watch and people on our staff are saying, not to hurt your feelings, that it was not good. Uh-oh. I replied, wasn't me. I haven't seen that movie. But who on the show recommended Emily the Criminal? Uh, yeah, me. I-, I did too. And Mike D. And oh, Mike you guys D. all liked it? Yes, yeah. we loved it. I thought it was very entertaining. So what do you think about them when they say they didn't like it? Then they don't have very good taste. Are they idiots? Yeah. Maybe they didn't really watch what? it. What? Yeah, may, I don't know what they were expecting. It's not going to win Best Picture, but it was an entertaining, fun, like a movie. Like you're like, oh, like. And I did say it's low budget, so don't expect like high quality. But that storyline's amazing. Yeah, but don't like, like, take it down and go. Well, but but if either you liked it, or you didn't. No, it's no, awesome. There you go. Right, that's what we're saying. We're Stand not, by your man. We're not I, backing up. You know, we don't Never back down. I, I won't yeah. back down. Oh, Tom Petty. 
I think okay, so. Okay, so you guys are sticking with that? Yeah. yeah. All right, my original one too, and I'll roll over to this one as well. So sometimes I'll make cookies at home. Still something I do on the side. <laughs> and I learned this from my wife, but if you, I like chocolate chip cookies. I don't like making peanut butter cookies. I hate peanut butter. So usually I only do chocolate chip. And at first I didn't realize that they had to be so I, I kept waiting for them to get hard in the oven the first couple times I did it. And so I would push up like a fork on it. It would be way soft, but like they're not done. The thing is, they got to come out and then harden. I didn't know that, right? It took me like two batches to figure it out. So I finally, I'm pretty good at getting them out at the right time. But then I take a little bit of sea salt, just a tad, on the chocolate cookie and just put a little on the top. Game changer. Game mm. changer. Yeah, dude. I didn't know salt on a chocolate cookie would be good. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? That is the most disgusting no, thing. It's no, it's not. It's actually not. I thought the same thing. No, no, I, I was at a restaurant uh, a couple weeks ago. My wife ordered a chocolate chip cookie, and I took one bite of it. It had salt on it, and I spit it out. The absolute <laughs> worst thing I have ever had well, in my life. Well, you haven't had sea salt in the box like my wife gets. It's a little bitty box of sea salt. And I get like this. I go, sprinkle like salt, babe, but a cookie, babe. <laughs> on your elbow. It's good. It's good. You guys have lost your mind. No, you're crazy, Salt on cookies. Get out. That's it. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. I play guitar and I sing. I'd like to get your thoughts and critiques on my ability to do so. I watched Heath Sanders' interview on how you discovered him and thought, why not give it a shot? Not that I believe I'm bound for stardom, but I would just like an honest opinion. I don't do social media. I'm a rancher in southeast Kansas. I decided to just record something with my phone. I'm feeding cattle. I don't have a guitar here, so this is the best I can do at the moment. Love the show. Can't wait to get your opinion. Best regards, Adam. And he sent me a clip of him singing, so we'll critique it right here. Go ahead. I guess everything does change except what we choose to recall. It's a million good daydreams to dream on. But baby... You are my favorite memory of all. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. If I just heard you singing around the ranch, I'd be like, dang, Adam, you're a good singer. Really good ranch singer. I feel like you have to get out and sing a bunch more because he's falling off his notes. Um, Where he's hitting, ah, and he just... But I, it's pretty good. I don't know that you're going to get discovered from that kind of clip. I think if you get a guitar and... You go and you play a few places. You get some reps under your belt. You feel more comfortable singing and holding some of these notes. I think you have a real shot to have a shot, you know? Right now, with that, you ain't there. But you do have the promise of you know instinctually how to sing. So now it's just learning really what to sing and how to sing it. Bones, what if he does videos from the ranch while That's he's great. singing? I think if there's a, he's on a cow or he's, yeah. the cows are around him, people love authenticity. So if he's, and he is, authentically a rancher, I would record on the ranch. Oh, yeah. I, I'm picturing him singing while he's loading hay or building a fence. Sure. Or if he can just kind of like lure the cows in and make it sound like, look, every time I sing, the cows come in. And then they all just like sit down <laughs> and they start swaying back and forth. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Okay, now you're all trying to choreograph the cows. <laughs> there are a lot of people that sing really well on the internet, mm-hmm. and you can be one of them. Or you can practice and get really good and be somebody who sings good on the internet, but also can sing good in person. And that's yeah. So I think you're a couple steps away, but I think you have the promise to do it. But right now, you ain't there, but that don't mean you can't get there. But we appreciate that. I like these, and I would encourage more people to do them, but I don't want to I don't want to crash our inbox. Would it crash our inbox if people started sending us clips? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you send us a link. 
do that. Don't send us an attachment, but link it to like a YouTube or something. If you're like, and in the clip, be like, hey, Bobby, I just want to see if you'll critique me. And then we'll critique him on the air. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Constantly. <laughs> this is a fun game. Dude, we can find a star. What'd you think of that guy, Lunchbox? It's a no for me, dog. It's a no what? for now, but you can tell he knows like, what he's like doing. He can sing at a bar in Kansas. Mm -hmm. That's what? fine. What? In his hometown. But guys, but it's also on a telephone. Like, I, you know? but, but that's all we have to, to go with, right? Though, right? Yeah, Eddie, I mean, I'm just telling you, he's not good enough. Okay. Yet. For what, though? If he wants to be like Heath Sanders and be discovered, he ain't there. Well, I don't think Heath Sanders was as good even then as he is now. So, right? It's, we're all growing every day. I think if he puts the time in, he can actually get pretty good. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that email. You guys, if you want to send us a link to you performing, but in the clip, you got to be like, hey, Bobby Bones, this is me. Don't just send me a clip of you from like 1996. You catfishing me? <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is send it to us. Morgan, what do you got? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's time for the Bobby feud. Welcome, everybody. So we're going to do here, I'll ask you a question that thousands and thousands of people have answered. Let's see how you do. We always roll the dice to see who goes first. Number three, that'll be Eddie. Okay. You'll go first. Wide Open Country has a list of the top 10 most influential artists of the 90s. Based on fan research and their own, top 10 most influential country artists oh. of the 90s. Got it. The strength of yours, Eddie. All right, I'm going to start off easy. In the 90s, very influential. Let's go Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, show it to me. Number one answer, one point, Eddie. Good job. We give one point for the number one because it's the easiest one to get. Correct. Go ahead. Okay, Shania Twain, huge in the 90s, inspired women all over the world. Man, is that the answer? <laughs> yes. I feel like a woman. All right, Eddie. Man, I feel like a woman. Top 10 most influential artists of the 90s. Let's stick to influencing women all over the world. Reba is on this list. Show me from Oklahoma, Miss Reba McIntyre. Number eight. Big points there. Oh, wow. at number eight. Oh. oh, gosh. Why didn't I think of this earlier? Look, he influenced me to go water skiing. I'm not very good at it, but that video of Chattahoochee, give me Alan Jackson. He wants Alan Jackson. Can he see Alan Jackson? All right, number, number six answer there, Eddie. You know who influenced me to start a band with my best friend? Brooks and Dunn. So I'm assuming they inspired everyone, too, to do this. Give me Brooks and Dunn. Boot scooting, is that the answer? Wow. I spend most every night. Number four, number four. Eddie got 21 points right now. So, top ten most influential artists of the 90s. Garth and Shania are one and two. Brooks and Dunn are four. Alan Jackson is six. And Reba is eight. Oh, man. Let's go with inspired people to drink lots of beer. Mark Chestnut. Show me... Mr. Chestnut. <laughs> that was a punt. That was a punt. Amy. Okay. Still a lot of points on the board. Go ahead. Well, I mean, my guy is George Strait. That's yeah, my how, guy. Do, how do you influence people? Well, uh, how did any of them influence people? I, to I told you. Every Maybe he influenced other country artists. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> Show me George Carry your love with you. <laughs> yeah. Action. Maybe people were looking for real estate. Yeah, I feel like Oceanfront Properties from the 80s, though. Just throwing that out there. Go ahead. T Tim McGraw. Of course. Show me Tim McGraw. 
correct. Number 10 answer. And he has 17 points just like that. Okay. All right. Well, golly, I got so many on here, but it's just a toss-up at what's what, you know? So I'll pick another. Oh, God, but Reba was eight. Okay. And he was 10. Let's go with... What did Eddie say? What was the last one he said? I'm sorry. I said Mark Chestnut. Okay. Uh, Why would you give her that? Oh. Travis. Sorry. What? Ran out of time. But I, I was answering. Yeah, you went on. You, what did Eddie say? Can't him and Hall? Lunchbox, over to you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's easy. Florida Georgia Line. What? Uh, one 90s. of the top 10 most influential artists in the 90s. Florida what? Georgia Line. Go. Oh. The 90s? The, the, were they even born they in the 90s? children. <laughs> Hey, it's your answer, buddy. Good one, Haters dude. hate. Good Haters one. do hate. Okay. Eddie. Okay, okay. I got this. Influential the 90s. Give me Joe Diffie, the pickup man. Joe, the pickup man. No. Oh. Now, points are a double. Amy, you're only down to four points. Yeah. So there are one, two, three answers still left on the board. A lot of points up there. We're looking for the most influential country artists in the 90s. Three, five, and nine are still up there. Three, five, and nine. Lunchbox's strategy was smart. He's just trying to get it to the later round yes, for more you points. Yeah, you idiots. Like, oh, you guys okay. are telling me I'm okay. dumb. Was that your strategy? Yes. I thought so, too. Because I didn't have enough points on the board yeah. to catch Eddie at 21. Let the guy do his deal, you know? Yeah, get did, out of here. This is not running out my time, is it? This part's not, but okay. when you're going, Eddie, what did Eddie say? What did Eddie say? <laughs> okay, Travis Tritt. Show me Travis Tritt. Shocked, Amy. All right, Lunchbox. A lot of points up there. You ready? Yeah. John Party. Faith Hill. Show oh, me. Nope. Dang it. Faith nope. Hill. Nope. She was at number 11. That's fine. She wasn't top 10. Good. Hey, hey, that's fine. Hey. All good. He's fine with that. Hey, now they triple Eddie's third round. Eddie, points are tripled. Last round. Bones, give me Vince Gill. Show Eddie Vince Gill. Yeah! What? Yeah! Two left, Eddie. Who else you got? Good one, good one, good one. Uh, Dang it. Gosh, influential. All right, give me Winona Judd. Show me Winona. Wow! This is crazy. Hey, my strategy worked. Wait later rounds. There's one answer left, Eddie. Oh, I don't know if I can get this. It's the number three answer. Oh. You have won. You've dominated. Game over. Put. Who is Tim? Tim McGraw. Oh. McGraw, 10. Vince Gill, 9. Reba, 8. George yes. Strait, 7. Alan Jackson, 6. Winona, 5. Brooks and Dunn, 4. 3 you don't have yet. Shania, 2. Garth, 1. Gosh, 1990s. No one's ever closed the category, by the way. <laughs> well, Amy got points, so... No, but closed the category. There's always something left oh, over. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, man. Why Damn. am I not getting this? Hey, you're hemming and hawing, bud. Yep. I mean, let's just go Kenny Chesney. Show me Chesney. Okay. Amy? Uh, I think his song came out in the 90s because uh, it was influential for sure. Billy Ray Cyrus? I thought about it. Dang it. I don't know. I get it. You got it, dude. Come on. Hey, if you get it, it's worth times 100. Come on, dude. Luke Combs, you got this. Times 100. <laughs> times 100? Yeah, times 100. <laughs> that means you'll never get it. Deanna Carter. Well, I'll tell you this. Dina. Dina Carter is at number 15. Dang. Oh. 
That's incorrect. Martina McBride was a 14. Oh. John Michael Montgomery was a 13. Uh-huh. Trish Eater was a 12. You forgot about all them. Trisha. I had Trisha. She was but But she... your number three answer of the most influential artist of the 90s was That Earl had to die. But Eddie, you dominated, buddy. Come nice on. job. Yeah. Oh, nice job. I should have just gone through my CD case from you, you when I'm striving. Could have, should have, would have. I know. That's right. Uh, Eddie, here's your song for winning the game. Muchas gracias. Welcome, buddy. <laughs> so the Chris Lees are in jail. She's in Kentucky. He's in Florida. Yeah. And so we started talking about if you have to go to jail for a long time, how long? How long do you wait before you move on? Or your spouse moves on from you if you go on for 30 years? Or does it matter what crime you committed? If it's fraud, maybe they don't leave you. If it's murder and it's a way, yeah, probably they do. So Lunchbox, if your wife went to jail, what's the longest you would wait before you said, ah, I'm going to go ahead and get divorced? One year. See, that to me sounds way, way short. <laughs> yeah. Very. That sounds move way on. short. No, no, she can get out in a year and we can be together. But if it's more than that, I mean, I can't sit around forever, guys. 18 what? months. She gets an 18-month sentence. Sorry. Are you going to wait the year first? Or are you like, well, since it's 18, I might as well move on with my life. I might life. as well move on with my life. Oh. Okay. And you have to understand, like when you're in prison, the world changes so much in that time that I can't. How do you know? You hear everybody that gets out of jail. You, watch you hear it. from people? Yeah, you watch. People pri- that have been in there one year. You watch prison shows and they're like, man, what is this? A phone, a computer? <laughs> like, they're blown away. And so I can't stop time. Like, I can't stop living life. Yeah. So you asked your wife the same question? Yeah. Here's that clip. I'd wait forever. No, no, no. Be for real. That's stupid. That's <laughs> stupid. Let's say I'm sentenced to 10 years. That's a long time. <laughs> I'd wait 10 years. No, no, be real. I, maybe 10. 10 max. Okay. Because I think you'd be sentenced to 10, but then you'd get out in less. 15 years. <laughs> okay, this game is stupid. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Because I said that if you got sentenced to one year, I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, if I were in jail for one year, you wouldn't even wait for me longer than a year. <laughs> like, Here's a long time. Dang it. Would you look for another wife or would you just be looking to have some fun and maybe you would just stay with her? I would be looking to have fun, but you never know. Like, what if you fall in love? It happens. Or get somebody pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. That does happen. And that's the problem is you can't do <laughs> yes. any of that. When she's in prison, you, when she's behind a plastic, like you go into, there's a plastic partition between you guys. It's like, man, is this really love or is this just like, uh. <laughs> 50 years would be my answer. Wow. There's 50 years. You couldn't last 40. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that's a weird number. Why? Well, you said 50. Like, don't like, Let's be realistic. I mean, honestly, if it's 20 years, your life's almost over too. So you can't wait 20 years. Eddie, how long are you waiting for your wife? Forever. Okay, that's what Stop I said it. too. Forever. But I just want to say 50 to give another answer. Stop. <laughs> so, why can you not be honest? Why Why does your wife laugh at your one year? That's what's weird to me. Like, she's just like, oh, okay. Because uh, she's like, oh, that's she a- knows him. <laughs> right. That's crazy. So the Chrisleys are in jail. We thought it'd be fun for Lunchbox to go and visit Todd Chrisley. Todd's been a guest host on this show before. What did you find out about how this works? So you have to be on their visitor list. They have they have a list that they put, and if you are on the visitation list, you're allowed to get into the prison to visit him. So the only way I'm going to get in is if I can get a hold of him, write him a letter, and get him to put me on his list and say, come on down. Because I can't just show up at the jail. They won't let me in. 
I bet you anybody famous in jail then would have people showing up all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Uh, makes sense. Okay, so you have to write a. You can't call. Can you call people in prison? Meaning, is there a certain time where you're like, hey, I'm gonna. No, I think they can call you. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know how these... But, I mean, they have... Some of them have... But this is a nice jail. Right. I assume they'd have a phone in there. They may have FaceTime in that jail. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, so you're going to write a letter. Do you have the address of the place? I got the address. I got everything. I just need an envelope and a stamp, and we're good to go. That's easy to get. Where's he going to find that? Yeah, I know. So here's what... You can't email him? Because don't they have, like, computer time? Yeah, you would think. But I don't have his email. I don't know Todd's email. Is it, like, Todd Chrisley at... Jail.com. Okay, I'll try it. Um, so do this then. Write the letter tonight. Okay. Bring it in tomorrow. We want to hear the letter, and if we're okay with it and you're not going to get us in trouble, we'll mail it off and see if we can get you on the list. Okay, and if you don't like my letter, we can. will you help me edit it? I'll write you a poem like I did Abby, but oh, she never, but, you know. Yeah, that all right, work. Yeah. I'll write it. <laughs> okay, tomorrow. To Todd. Your letter to Todd, and you'll go down there if he replies back and says. 100%. Wow. I'll leave tomorrow. That's not how mail works these days, <laughs> but I like it. Takes a little longer for mail to. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm saying like the day after I find out that he says yes, you'll leave the next day. Yeah. A teenager wins a $613,000 Lucky Sevens Fast Money Jackpot when the ticket was given to her by a friend. A teenager, 19 years Uh. old, won $600,000. Wow. As a gift. Uh. The ticket was a gift. Yeah, they they need to like talk to this teenager, right? It was a gift. That's unreal. The ticket was a gift. Okay. A teenager. (laughs) It's crazy. It was a gift. He handed me the ticket and said he bought it for Christmas. Scratched it. Like, remember when our buddy, we used to work with won $200,000 and he's like, I bought a car. We're like, dude, 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 what are you doing? What are you like, doing? Dude, you got to pay taxes on yeah. that. He's like, I bought a car. I'm going on trips. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Here's Amy's pile of stories. If you're trying to fall asleep faster and you watch TV before bed, you might want to try suspenseful dramas because a study was just done and researchers found that those that watched that type of TV before bed, they fell asleep the fastest of any other categories like documentaries and other stuff. That sounds counterintuitive. Yeah. Where you want to get your heart rate up, you get nervous, you get nervous. Before bed? Or you don't know what's going to happen, so you just fall asleep? Other researchers say watch Freddy and Jason. (laughs) No. (laughs) Worst researchers I've ever heard of. Horror films, but also, it didn't say uh, quality of sleep. It just said you fell asleep faster. (laughs) Um, And then I have a list of suspenseful dramas in case you want to check one out. Go ahead. The Old Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great show. A drama. I mean, I guess I wouldn't call that a suspenseful drama. It's a series more than a movie. It's a little suspenseful though because you don't know what's like really going on. It is. It's awesome. It's dude. awesome. It's like the best show I've seen in a long time. Go <laughs> well, ahead. If you Google suspenseful TV, these shows come up. Uh, the Old Man, Jack Ryan. Don't watch The Old Man before you go to bed. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> I did. And one, I wanted to keep watching episodes. It's one of those shows. Oh. As soon as it finishes, like, I got to watch another one. And two, you're just like, oh my God, oh my. No, that's, this is the worst research I've ever heard. Just move on. This is, we should fire this research company. Okay. All right. Severance, Yellowstone. Those are other shows. Which, speaking of Yellowstone, the Wall Street Journal did a whole write up on how cowboy fashion has gotten so big in cities and suburbs simply because of the show Yellowstone. Uh, one fan who lives outside of New York said that he started watching Yellowstone and then really got into the look. He now owns five pairs of cowboy boots. Eddie wears cowboy stuff every day. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's what you mean. Got it. Uh, the, okay. the Wall Street Journal also talked to a fan in Germany who is now dressing like a cattle rancher, but he's not. What a, what a loser. I know. You're Come dress on, like guys. a rancher and you're not even a rancher. There's a difference in wearing it. 
Don't wear chaps to work <laughs> in Brooklyn because you watch the show. Okay. All right. What else? I got the five best country breakup songs of all time. All right. Number five. Stay. Sugarland. Why don't you stay? Yeah, this one's awesome. And you forget how good it is till you hear it again. And they recorded this in one take. Just Christian and the guitar and her with a vocal in the studio. It's a crazy story behind it. We did a Bobby cast talking about this. That's a good one. What else? George Strait, Give It Away. Just give it away. Too upbeat. I like my breakup songs to be sad and slow, <laughs> and I think you could sing this and actually think it's not sad. Yeah, but in the song, they're definitely breaking up. Absolutely, just give it away I, for sure. I like mine to be sad though, feeling like slow tempo. What else? Keith Whitley, "I'm Over You." Someone told you I was taken. Or just Keith Whitley insert most every song. <laughs> All of his yeah. songs. Yeah, most every song. At number two, Dolly Parton, "I Will Always Love You." And this wasn't really a romantic breakup song, though. She wrote this as a, hey, I appreciate you, but I got to go now. Is this Porter Wagner? It is. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, that's what that is. So a breakup, sure, but like a friendship breakup. Like, I would write this for Eddie if we ever broke up. Oh, wow. Yeah, because we didn't make out, but we did spend a lot of time <laughs> together. And? Roy Acuff did this in the 40s, but the most popular one is Willie Nelson, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, you love sad songs. And this one's just literally one of my favorite songs ever, period, of all life. Play the Roy Acuff version, right? That's upbeat. Well, the horns throw it off a little bit. (laughs) Still sad, though. It's like the Looney Tunes horn, though, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of instruments throws, back there. I know, that throws it off. But, okay, Amy, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So in Chester, Connecticut, an artist installed something downtown that's super cool. Locals can use it. Visitors, you hop in. The Wish booth. It looks like an old school phone booth. Yeah, well, like a UK phone booth. That's oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, red, yeah. The red, it's very cute. And you hop in and you've got a direct line to the universe. It doesn't even cost a coin like fountains. <laughs> That's what yeah. I took from it. Make all the wishes, doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. You just got to get in there. You know somebody's going to get in there and pee, though. Of course. Some drunk dude. Well, and I'm wondering too, because is it, I, I don't know if it's recording them, but are like people hopping there and it's like, okay, dear God. And they're like saying things or whatever. Well, it's not a confession booth where they're going to arrest people. But I think it would be cool if people could leave some sort of message and then somebody else could get in and see it and go, I can actually help that person. And then they could do it. I don't know that it's that next level, but 1,500 wishes have been recorded in the booth so far. and Recorded? So they're recording them. Yeah, I guess they are. Okay, Christopher Owens, he's the artist that created it, and he said, we need hope right now. And this is a whimsical way of going about it and hopefully inspiring people. It's fun. It's positive. Yeah. I'm for it. It didn't cost anybody any money. That's a good deal. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hills and Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.